Welcome to the Boston's Big Four podcast. Cast, cast, cast. New news about music and sports every week, sometimes. We're back again. Welcome back. Episode 51. Yes, 51 of Boston's Big Podcast. We got a special guest in the building. Hello, hello. This is a special guest. What's going on, guys? Paranom. Peace, peace, peace. What's good? Thank you for being here. One of the one of the great rappers from our great state of Massachusetts uh, comes from Lynn. Yes, that's member correct. of the Tragic Allies. Yes, and uh, we're definitely happy to have him here. Very talented artist. Uh, we saw him perform a few weeks ago at the New England uh, twenty nineteen LFOD uh, yes. State of Hip Hop panel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, and we were like, we got to get him on here. So here we are. I appreciate y'all. <laughs> here we are a month oh, later man. in the basement. Yes. So so you have an extensive catalog. There's a lot to get to. Um, but I first just wanted to, uh, how did you how did you get that show? Like how did we find you um, at LFOD? Okay. Um, so long story short, basically there was a uh, tiny desk contest that NPR was putting on. Word. Basically they wanted people to enter. And um, I guess the format was that in the video you kind of had to have a desk set up. No matter where it was, it didn't really have to be just like the 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 YouTube series, whatever like that. However yeah. you want to set it up, you can do it like that. So um, I set it up at John Glass's spot, Glass House Studios. Shout out John Glass. Most definite. Gleezy, my man. You know what I mean? Um, so did that over there and entered. I did not win the contest, but um, I guess WBUR was kind of like looking as seeing who entered from Massachusetts. Yeah. So they actually put out an article, like I think it was their top 20 entries from the state. Okay. And um, I was one of the people that was on that list. Hell yeah. So um, that's kind of like how I got under their radar. Yeah. It was for an unreleased track from me and um, John Glass's album that we've, we've been working on for a while. Um, so that went down there. Um, and several months later i don't know exactly how much longer later but uncle sam which is one of my homies um yep. yeah lfod he's lfod yep. fam um he hit me up basically saying that they were going to be doing it at the city space and they wanted me to actually be the performance for Word. that show um which was super dope yeah speaking with him further um he actually told me that wbur actually requested me themselves Word. So I was that's like, awesome that's fire that's a big deal because that's that's a big event i mean that's that's an event with some important people, obviously, you know, oh, Dart yeah. Adams, Bedlam, and like, and, and it's an event that is meant to basically just cover the entire year, you know, encapsulating all of New England. And the fact that they chose you to to perform at it is pretty awesome. Word, yeah, Definitely. that was yeah, that was like super cool. Um, and I felt very honored. You know what yeah. I mean? One is something that's dope that hip hop is kind of being noticed more mm-hmm. um as far as the city infrastructure where people absolutely who, who kind of have that staple within the city yeah so they put that together for us to really like speak our minds and um i got some good information and just good insights from the panel as a whole but being a part of it as a performer was super dope you know what I mean? yep. it made me feel like I, I was in the right place yeah um i like being a part of things that i feel is impactful that's kind of like what my energy is right now so right mm-hmm. um yeah i was fucking with it and uh Honestly, uh, we felt the same way in the audience because um, I would say probably like the driving point of that panel was was networking, and it seemed well, we found you. We uh, oh yeah, we, we got it was a great tips. thing to go to. Yeah, yeah. I mean, honestly, if anyone's just in trying to get into hip hop or production or anything, find things like that. There's panels. There's uh, all all types of uh, networking uh, events going on, and 
and it's kind of where things happen. So you'll find the key players there. Um, you know, yeah, for sure. Yeah, most definitely. I actually wanted to say that too. It's like not only the people who are a part mm-hmm. of the uh, panel discussion were important, but like people in the crowd who right. came to like see and watch. Oh and, yeah, we and, met like, some some. Important people in that oh, crowd, yeah. yeah. Shout, Shout out Eddie Fish. Fish. Shout out Eddie Fish. Word, you know what I mean? Tayshaun like, Taylor was there. Like a lot of yeah. like a lot a lot of artists, a lot of writers, you know yeah. what I mean? Um, people that I guess as a whole we may have not felt that we had access to directly, mm-hmm. but that was different that night. You right. You know what I mean? And you know, um And they spoke about that a lot on the panel, like the importance of going to events like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, exactly. And networking. Because exactly. you you will be surprised who you can meet there yeah yeah and i think ego like a lot of people are like oh someone will come to me you know that's sort of yeah. like part of the mentality but you definitely have to put yourself out there and absolutely and entering contests and yeah it, you do like awesome. that's just life you know what i mean i know sometimes like someone actually put me up to actually entering in the tiny desk contest yeah and mm-hmm. i did that you know and the logic they kind of had you know kind of challenged the logic that i may think i normally have or like you know, I guess an artist or an MC kind of wants to present themselves in a certain way or whatever sometimes, you know what I mean? Yeah. And may think that doing something like a contest is something that is, like, beneath them. Or mm-hmm. if you feel that you've been doing it for a long time, it's like, yo, a contest, I ain't doing that shit, you know what I mean? Yeah. But, nah, like, sometimes you kind of got to just put yourself out there and do things that's just opposite of what, you know, people think you're supposed to do or what you're even think you're supposed to do especially right. if it's something that's gonna be, be like beneficial yeah. for you potentially just go for it and let it go and see what happens absolutely you know I mean? and mm. we here you know what I mean so it's good right <laughs> yeah it grows I mean it's a like the mustard seed you know we all know we know the parable yeah <laughs> I like that yes yeah. that's actual facts yep. it is yeah it's one single seed you can grow huge plants and here we are we're growing Sound off in the comments if this is a plant. Do you see any leaves? We're doing it. <laughs> <laughs> Smoking leaves. Uh-oh. <laughs> nah, we don't do that. <laughs> shh, shh, shh. Now you roll them first, that's why. <laughs> exactly, right, exactly. Right. Um, so, there's, uh, I, we've gotten ahead of ourselves. There's some Boston news. Um, well, not even Boston news, not, uh, just sorry. sports news. Sports news. Um, yeah, I mean, Kobe Bryant. We were gonna get to that, but I was—I don't know. We could have waited till the end, but it's fine. Oh, okay. I didn't know. Uh, I didn't know. <laughs> no, it's fine. Was. Actually, no. Let's talk about it since you brought it up, because uh, you're a sports fan, right? Most definite. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm definitely um, a fan of like you know just different mediums of which we come together, man. Yeah. And, like celebrate life. You know what I mean? That's been right, a right. big, big, big part of my life growing up. You know what I mean? And you know despite the fact that maybe personally I'm not into it as much because of the corporate aspect of things, mm-hmm. I still understand, you know, as a former heavy sports player and member of an intense team um, yeah. and that whole dynamic, I know I know what that's like. Um, I know what it's like on the other side as well, seeing someone grow and go through that and, you know, just a different insights and different influences that people have gained especially people who are like kobe fans for real and like Mm -hmm. i know some of them you know what i mean yeah and it's adult mentality to actually um infuse into your life yeah you know what i mean that's like that's something to look up to absolutely in like whatever medium you want to channel that through absolutely so and he was doing it in more ways than just basketball exactly i was gonna say that yeah like yeah like family like life everything like that Uh, right and his you know he had only been retired what four or five years now 
and his post-basketball career was already starting to be just as successful as his basketball career. He won an Oscar like two years after he retired. Um, The things that he was doing, you know, coaching up his daughter and she was, you know, becoming a great basketball player. It's it's a tragedy. It really is. Um, You know, I, I personally was... As a young kid, like when I really first got into basketball, Kobe was definitely one of those guys that that I look up looked up to. I had a poster of him on my wall and everything. Um, you know, in 2008 and 2010, I'm I'm such a huge Celtics fan. I was like, you know, fuck the Lakers, all that shit. But at the end of the day, I I always respected Kobe so much, you know, for his work ethic and for who he was as a person. Um this is one of the most shocking celebrity deaths probably the most shocking of my lifetime um you know i yeah, got the news from my mom i had just gotten gotten home from work and she i, I was like what i was like you know immediately i didn't believe it i'm just googling yeah. like trying checking the sources making sure you know it's just something yeah. you, that when you hear you don't believe it because he had so much going for him and he was only 41 years old yeah right. just untimely and uh like unbelievable like you of all the ways it's almost like uh just i don't know there's so many classic ways you can hear of someone passing but just the, the circumstances, it was tragic it was like unbelievably yeah. tragic and i think yeah. that was probably the most shocking part right. was that exactly. you never expect something like that to happen um you know rest in peace to his daughter Gigi as well yeah uh, it's unbelievable right, yeah right yeah, it's like and it's and all you know the seven other passengers that were on the the helicopter as well. Right. You know, it's a just a tragic event for everyone all around. But um, yeah, we we lost an icon for sure. It's uh, it was a I can't remember a sadder day in sports than yesterday, honestly, mm-hmm. in my life. It was you know I've like people have said, you know we've dealt with you know sports losses and those seem like nothing compared to this, you know. Yeah. Like Kobe losing to Kobe in 2010 was a heartbreaker. This is a hundred times more heartbreaking. And I'm not even a Kobe fan from a basketball standpoint. I'm a Kobe fan as a person. Right. You know? Well, because when you step back from the competition, like, of course, people get passionate about their hometowns and, yeah. and players in them. But when it comes down to as human beings, like, he's done so much. Like, mm-hmm. you can't, you don't hate them as people. You hate, like, he was truly yeah so i mean obviously that's uh it's a huge loss just to the sport yeah um, and to humanity like he was just a guy who he he got the most out of himself and he encouraged others to do the same yeah i mean you can see you posted the uh him and kg together and Mm. you could just tell the uh, despite obviously different uniforms they're competing but kg's another guy who has that same mentality I mean, nobody's on the level of Kobe, obviously, but KG's another guy who has that mentality of, you know, that's rare to see nowadays. I think yeah. that that just, just go and get it mentality, class act off the court, but when it comes to his business, like, he's not messing around at all. Right. Yeah, it's a diamond, yo. Right. Right. And they probably love, like, real competition. This is someone mm. as passionate. They respected, like, and they never played together, but they respected the shit out of each other. Exactly. And they went through some battles on the court. So yeah, it, it's it's really tough. Um, and I apologize to bring it up out of turn, but I no, 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 it's fine, it's it. fine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, we got to talk about Kobe. It's only yeah. right. It's only right. Um, I was actually thinking y'all going to talk about it first. That's what I yeah. I thought. That's what I thought we got ahead <laughs> of ourselves. Yeah, I was like, I didn't want to. Uh, no, that's all good. Put it on hold. So, anyways, yeah. Sorry to take the wind out of your story, but also it's had to bring it in. Good, man. 
Um, we love you, Kobe. Thank you. Yes. Good. Yes. Like everyone, you know, should celebrate. You know what I mean? Celebrate. Mm-hmm. Celebrate people's legacy. Celebrate. Absolutely. Celebrate the energy. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Celebrate the energy. Make That's sure you thank and tell the ones around you that you love them. It's sure. important, man. It's important. It shit sucks that it takes shit like this to make us realize that sometimes. Yeah. But just a reminder. But yeah. yeah. Right. It's important. So yeah. shout out to Kobe. Um I don't know. What do you have any you guys have any like personal Kobe mem- memories? Like we all I feel like he was just such an icon for us growing up, you know? I'm just gonna say just the you know Got a crumpled piece of paper. Yeah, <laughs> I've been seeing that a lot. Kobe. Kobe, man. That's yep. probably yeah. my That's most it. prominent. Yeah. yeah. Say that. Yeah. It, it, like I feel like the first time I personally seen it was Chappelle. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that was, it was hilarious. Legendary. The, you know what I mean? Like legendary. She was cracked. Um, yeah. I remember when he scored eighty-one. I didn't watch the game, but I remember waking up the next morning for school, and my dad was like, you know, he was like, guess how many points Kobe scored last night? And I like, I think I started at 50, and then I was like 60, 70. He's like, nope, 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 80. He's like, nope, 81. I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, who does that? Yeah. I remember that. <laughs> yeah. That was, yeah. So, yeah, shout out to Kobe. Rest in peace. Rest in peace to Gigi as well. All the other passengers. Sad day but, uh, yesterday. It's going to continue to be sad, but life goes on. And, uh, you know, he always talked about the Mamba mentality, and right. we're all going to need it at this point. You know, it's like. So, yeah, I was going to say at this point, I think all we can do is take from of his take from his lessons and just try to be the best exactly. all the time. Mental strength is, is what he preached, and that's what it's going to take to get over something like this. So Through all things, yo. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so, uh I hear you're a chef. Somewhat. <laughs> I'm an apprentice chef, I guess. Um, you're out there. Uh, you're out there cooking. Cooking up. Yeah, what are you cooking? cooking? Up. I'm cooking up actually. Um, vegan Haitian food. Okay. Okay. That's nice. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. So it's a business that I actually um, founded and own. It's called Saints Kitchen. Shout out Saints Kitchen. Shout out Saints Kitchen. Shout out Saints Kitchen. Um, it's based off my last name. My last name is Saint Fard. So, okay. Saint with a Z. Saints Kitchen. Um, it actually got its start in the Mini Mansion in Lynn, Massachusetts, which is the place that um, Tragic Allies and the Mini Mansion is mm-hmm. vibe and record at. Yeah. Um, I, I know one of one of ST's albums is called Mini Mansion Dust. Or Mini Mansion like Dust. Yeah. Yes. It's volume one. I think there's there's three volumes of that. Yeah. Yeah, so Word. um, yeah, and the kitchen there is called Heaven's Kitchen. Okay, so you know me having Saint in my name, I made a Saint's Kitchen. That's kind of where Word. I got my start. Really, just you know, I kind of was very tired of being in a place that I felt was like just like food desert. You know what I mean? And like, I didn't have that much control that I felt in my life at that time. So mm. the one thing I really wanted to have control over was like my food. Mm. I was like, that's yeah. that's something I have in my two hands. Um. So yeah, so I I just tested a lot of things out. Um, didn't really want to work a nine to five like that. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Wasn't really interested in like you know being in the street selling shit or whatever like that either. So I'm very business minded. You know what I mean? So yeah. that's something I have always kind of 
felt that I wanted to do, especially like people in my family are hustlers like that too. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just never had really the expertise nor the experience doing so. But always like the drive and like the take the leap attitude of doing it. So I just fucking took the leap. That's it. Oh yeah. <laughs> and um, <clears throat> it was kind of difficult to f- at, at first. It still is because I'm like still learning. But now things have gone to the point that you know. Um, I guess it's more okay that I'm learning versus that you can't do that shit. You know what right. I mean? Like, yeah. So, which is cool. Um, so, yeah, I've been doing that. I started planning it, I want to say 2016, 2017 is when I started planning it. And, like, just low-key. At, at work, notebooks filled of, like, okay, I'm going to do this, da-da-da-da-da. And then um, I launched it 2019, did a couple of vending events. Um, started out the gate selling out. You know what I mean? So, which was okay. like, damn, yeah. which is super dope. Um, have my family helping me as well. So, it's definitely not a one-man thing at all. Hmm. Um, I'm still learning different things so I can take more of the responsibilities on my own. Um, but, you know, I have my family helping out. And, you know, we, we uh, break bread together. Whenever there's enough bread to break, we do that. So, that's something that's like I always wanted to do too in life and in music or whatever like that. And that's kind of one thing I expanding my mind on is like okay if you want to make money if you want to do these things then just do it you know what i mean you ain't gotta like go through hella high water to funnel it doing it this way and like Mm -hmm. you're expending your energy doing all this shit just for this one perceived way you think things have to be you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and you have to go against you know against aspects of yourself and things like that so i really just wanted to like really just rebalance a lot of shit so um, just to speed it up, did that. You know, I'm I'm still doing it right now. It's really just catering and and vending events right now. Um, I really want to be a part of like community things, like think tanks and things where we come together and think on more progressive mm-hmm. um, ideals, not just in hip hop but creatives throughout all mediums. You know what I mean? People who who disseminate information through all mediums and all ways of doing it. That when we come together to build, to have fun, smoke, sip, to actually build and make plans, we have healthy, like healthier food there, mm, and right. it's not no regular like cheese and cracker fucking salami platter there. Right. It's right. like the same right. shit. You know what I mean? Like that, that, that would get on my nerves. Yeah. So I'm like trying to create um, a vibe in a place where I would go to. Yeah. You know what I mean? And be like, where everything I want is here. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's really like the spirit of that. How important is healthy eating to you? healthy eating how important it is to me um on a scale of one to ten yeah i'm gonna put it like a seven and a half eight okay deaf see i'm okay. a notoriously high scorer i'm gonna put that at a nine point eight <laughs> i'm gonna put it I'm, see but i I'm know that's really a lot because i know you eat fast food and shit so. yeah see like <laughs> like in theory in theory i say it's a 10 and yeah. boom let me actually health is like more than just food Health goes across the board, Absolutely. definitely. Yeah, but absolutely. you still want a big part of it, though. It's a big part of it, but you still yeah. kind of want to monitor yourself. Yeah. I, food is a big part of it because, like, if you eat too much junk and too much chemicals, your thoughts are kind of clouded. You yeah. know what I mean? So that leads into every other aspect of life. So but, do, um, do you yeah. have cuisines, like, tailored towards... Uh, so, like, you are saying about, like, the spread of information. Like, you might have a... A, a diet for three meals a day or just like a certain dinners per week and they can figure out breakfast and lunch of like if you're trying to stay lean on a muscle building diet this is what you should be eating if you're trying to study but you're not so worried about like 
how much muscle you have, you should be eating this. If you're a marathon runner, you should be eating this. Like, do you have those types of, uh, do you work on things like that? Or is that more like that sort of nutritionist? Um, um, well, I am in the process of working more on that. I feel like I have more information about that as far as myself goes. Um, I am working on actually creating a pamphlet that's like arbitrary to be like, all right, this is like a cheat sheet for people who yeah. don't want to fucking study. You know what mm. I mean? And you could dial it into your you own just, body. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Like I really, I, I really kind of want to be a resource. Like I don't want to be like a cookie cutter vegan business and like, yeah, you, right. like you should do this or do that. I really, really want to make a space for community that is like somewhere that I will go to. You know what right. I mean? Like it could even be something where like later down the line, I still kind of own it, but like I ain't running it like that. Mm. I'm able to just go there. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna go somewhere where it's like, okay, everything that I want is here. So it's like, it is hard to find a yeah. universal good food. Like, if you get people Absolutely. from like a few different uh, like cultures going out to get dinner together, it might be hard to find like one restaurant for everyone. To oh go yeah, to, you know, yeah. Every so, restaurant has their own lane. You exactly. Know, that yeah, something for everybody, right. you know what I mean? And like, yeah, like I don't I want it to be something that is kind of rooted to earth and it's about healing and all that stuff, but hmm. it's not so pretentious that you feel like you have to be like mm -hmm. a saint to be there. Right, like, nah, right, right. It's fucking name. You know right, what I'm saying? Yeah. Like like we're we're saints because we're radical with shit. That's the way I fucking see it. You know what I'm saying? Hell yeah. Most deaf. And I honestly just to circle this back to the music part of it, uh like feeling good on the right diet is something I've heard uh, road musicians kind of have problems with. Like, mm -hmm. so you're going on the road, you're kind of eating more cheeseburgers, more chicken fingers. It's like the fast right. food kind of stuff. Right. So if you have it in mind, like, or if there's places like yours available, people might know where to go where they're not going to feel like shit after dinner or, or like mm, something. Yeah. You know? I think, I think it's a balance of that because like I've traveled enough to know that, I guess before I traveled, I thought of traveling in a specific way. Like, okay, you have to go to this hotel or you have to like do things this way. Yo, you can go to hostels, you can get an Airbnb and go to the market and, 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 and get food there. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I understand being on the go late night, you smoked out, you drunk out, whatever like that. Like, I'll do that all day. Like I was telling you earlier, you're like, veganism is not my religion. Mm, you know what I'm yeah. saying? When I, when, I, when I cook for myself, I make vegan food. But when I was like super hardcore about that, I go to my mom's house and then feel internally upset or mad that she don't have vegan food for me. Right. <laughs> and it's like that goes against the whole entire purpose. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. So sometimes I will partake in meat and cheese and shit. Like if there was pizza right here and I was starving, like I would have a fucking slice of pizza. You know what I mean? So it's not it's, it's not that big of a deal to me. But um, yeah, you're not killing anyone. Everything in right. moderation. Moderation. Yeah. But I do feel like being on the road, if if you can. We have so much more of control of like how we want to travel and just different ways of doing things now and options that like if I was on tour, I would get an Airbnb for a couple of days somewhere and be like, All right, I'm going to go to the market over here and get some food and and, listen, and just cook it. You yeah. know what I mean? Like it's not really a big deal. Yeah. Like I know not everyone's like that. No, but I mean, I feel like people that's should fine be, for me. More people should be like that. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people don't have that mentality. They're kind of just like. They'll go with whatever's they con just, most convenient exactly. for them. They just at the time. they just take it how it's given to them. Exactly. And I'm if a, there's I'm a McDonald's next door to the Airbnb, they're going to the McDonald's. Yeah. You know, right. it's like yeah, right. not realizing that they could buy like all the ingredients for deli meats and have ten sandwiches for the price of two. Exactly. Else. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 
yeah moderation balance all mm-hmm. that all that shit yeah just like living smart it is a lot of it, we live very wasteful so yeah. it is especially in True. food so it's it's key to think about that stuff most definitely i definitely appreciate that yeah a lot to learn a lot to learn in the food department Word. and just in life so just speaking of you said you've traveled a lot uh where i guess hey what's your touring uh history been like and like as far as people you've toured with or you know what have Word. you done so um i uh, first went on tour in 2014 the top of 2014 with tragic allies we went to europe with killer priest it was oh, just okay. us two um we went to uh germany austria and greece germany was berlin rostock and hamburg austria was vienna and Linz and innsbruck and Greece was Athens, which was beautiful. Oh my God, that must That's have been awesome. amazing! It was so beautiful. Oh, did you I see cried. like all the monuments? <laughs> yeah, I, I would That's too. Amazing. <laughs> like, isn't that? Yeah. Um, it, I don't know if this is where it is, but it do, doesn't Greece have like the the cliffs that look like they've just been painted white, like from all the salt and stuff? I didn't know that. I uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I've seen like certain things. We read like the Odyssey and stuff. Yeah, so yeah. Just, word, word. Seeing things and from Greece, and it definitely has just an aesthetic to it. Like oh, absolutely. It's crazy, yo. It's crazy. Like it was the last stop on the tour, so we saw everything. But when we got there, I was like, wow. Like it was definitely a different vibe. Like mm-hmm. it was a whole cultural difference, and it kind of makes sense. Like it's not in like mainland Europe it's not like with the other places you know what I mean it's definitely ducked off yeah so going there like you can feel it in the air and I right. was like this is crazy yo crazy what was different about the vibe um one it was very rustic yeah um I think they were in the middle of their financial crisis mm-hmm. so I remember we were driving from the airport to where we were staying at and um there was definitely like a little like small riots we were driving through oh shit. really yeah wow. they were yeah, there was one thing I remember specifically. Um, we were at like a red light or stopped for some reason in um some reason in the whip and we heard like kids just laughing and playing and shit, but we don't see no kids. Mm. And then one of my homies asked the driver what was going on. He's like, Oh, it's a school right there, but the walls are so tall just to protect them. Yeah, well wow. it was like right on the corner and I was like, Yo, that's crazy. You just hear the kids playing around, running around, but you don't see them. Yeah. It's like that's weird. So that was weird. Mm. The streets were super small, which, you know, many countries outside of here have very right, thin, right. thin streets. Um, so, yeah, that was different. Walking around, you smell more food in the air. You right. know the mean? food there more must flavorful be great, food. Right? Yeah. yeah that's supposed to be, I think, that's one like, of the better diets. The yeah, Mediterranean, yeah. Most definitely. Like, that's like the perfect spot when you're, like, really, like, fucked up. And yeah. late at night, you're going to get, like, chicken kebab sandwich. Yeah. Dude, like, oh, yeah. <laughs> with some tzatziki sauce, mm. man. You know what I mean? Oh, the tzatziki yeah. sauce. Yeah. Uh, if you've not had tzatziki yeah. sauce, get out there. <laughs> oh, I'm telling you. Yeah. <sighs> so it's like, you know, here... Here, you know, I'll do things in a certain way, but nah, man. When cats travel, it's a whole it's a whole other mm. thing, man. Cats like come alive for real. And so, does any yeah. of that come into your uh, food that you cook now? Like, have you taken anything that you saw while you were traveling? No, because that's that was way like way way before. Um, oh, okay. I do have I do have a lot of plans and a lot of like perspective of how I see I'm going to intertwine a lot of stuff. And as time goes on, I'll like do more, reveal more of that stuff. But yeah, I definitely have like ideas of like stuff like that, man. Definitely. Nice. Yeah. So, uh, Tragic Allies. How yes. long have you been affiliated with them, and how did the whole thing come about? I've uh, been affiliated with them since 2013. Okay. Um, Tragic Allies has been a crew that has been in existence way, be- way long before mm-hmm. I joined it. You know what I mean? It started off. 
Um, all from Lynn, right? All from, all Lynn. from Lynn. It started yep. off from Lynn Cass. You know what I mean? Lynn Cass into hip hop. Um, strong. You yep. know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, just products of the environment, but with the mindset that's like a crystal. You know what I mean? A mindset that was about evolving and growth through the lens yep. of being from the street and like through the lens of being from Lynn. And yep. like that's what it created. It created a, a beast. Um, a beast for real. Absolutely. Most definite. I mean, you guys have been, like you just mentioned, you've been grinding for a long time. Right. How how rewarding was it this past year to see, you know, ST Knack getting on a song with West Side Gun? It's huge. It's yeah. huge. It's huge. It's huge because, like, he's someone that really deserved that for a long time. And, like, mm -hmm. I'm, only, I'm not the only person that said that. Absolutely. That says I know a lot of people who have said that. Most he's definite. been one of the more well-respected MCs in Massachusetts for a while yeah, now. So. Yeah. Like, he's someone that you want to see just in that space because, yeah. like, you know that he's not going to falter, dog. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? So it's mm -hmm. like... Yes, yeah, like and he didn't falter. Does, he didn't you know falter. I mean, like, I mean most, he most took definite. that song. That was essentially his song. Most, it, was, it, it was. It was his song. It was, it was yeah. on West Side Guns, and that's for West Side Gun to show him that amount of respect to basically let right. him have his own song on his album. It's a testament. It's, it's a crazy, testament. and it's yeah. like it's a testament to really pay attention to because he even got to say it that we even got to say it, but some people kind of need need to hear that or need mm -hmm. people to tell them like yo like 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 this is the god of what he's doing mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. that they'll downplay the the accomplishment it takes to get to that space right or like different it's, it's, it kind of puts in perspective like how the local scene or the or massachusetts celebrate shit and that's kind of one aspect of kind of why i feel like i kind of divorced the whole perspective of the shit in my own personal thing but it's like it's like, yo, like, yeah, he definitely needs his flowers, man. You know what I mean? Like, there's, 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 there's things that people have been doing here that no one else has done mm, or yeah. has ever done. And they don't get the respect, respect yeah. I guess. They get the respect in the street. People know it. When you they walk in the, the room, locally. when you walk in the room, people know it. Oh, you know absolutely. What I mean? yeah, yeah, they know yeah. it. But it's not, it's different. It's yeah. different. It's different. That's it. That's it. But. It's not to say that people really like. It's not to say that we mind like that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like I, yeah, he don't mind, man, like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't. I don't think so. He don't. He don't mind to the point that it would like influence how he does his thing, other than doing it better. You know right. what I'm saying? So, shit, but at the it. same time, <laughs> at the same time, to get that West Side Gun cosign, and I remember before he even got him on the song. He tweeted about him like a few months before that. Right. West Side Gun did. He was like, right. he was like, I just discovered, you know, St. Knack. He's like, oh, I'm he's about to check all your shit. Check all your shit. Exactly. Yeah. And then, you know, a few months later, they have a song together. Right. And that must have felt amazing to him. As much as you say, like, you know, he's not doing it for the props or for the, but to be recognized by, you know, we talked about earlier how big Griselda is right now and the impact they're having. I mean, that's that's huge. It's <laughs> that's huge. huge. And. Let me actually add in, man. It's because it's because of the work, honestly. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's because of the work. And that's why it has to feel so good. You right. Know? Right. He makes it look easy because of the work, dude. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's like oh, that's, he makes it look that's easy. That's one thing. His that rapping has to sounds be effortless. Most you know what I mean? But it's fire. It's right. like so that's I mean his work ethic is probably the same way, I guess. Right. Right. Yeah. Most definite. Most definite. So like this, that's just something dope to see. You know what I mean? It's Absolutely. Dope to be like. You know, hip hop is in a whole different space right now. You know, for most people, it's in a gray space. Mm -hmm. And um, to see like people that I know, people that I love, man, be a part of it and make an impact in it, like 
I just wanted to be more of that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And I wanted to be more of that in a lucrative and in a healthy way. One hundred percent. You know what I'm saying? Straight up and down. Hell yeah. Uh so what do you what's been going on going on with you musically lately? Word. I really just been in my bag, man. Yeah. You know, I'm someone that kind of creates from the inside out. Um and, you know, um, I've gone through many different stages and evolutions in my mm-hmm. musical career and different ways of doing it or different ways of making shit happen. And I really put myself back in the space of surrounding myself with the things that I feel like is going to help me to create the best um, and working on my foundation in life, my personal life, and making sure I feel good about things that's going on, mm-hmm. like with myself, my spirituality, my family, um, um, my individuality, you know what I mean? Um, healing trauma. Um, really going toward trying to be like a G in life, man. You yeah. know what I mean? A gangster in life. Um, like Kobe Bryant was. True. Word <laughs> up. A Shout gangsta, out Kobe. A gangster in life, you know what I mean? Um, I have come across so many different people that have given me insight on ways of living in different perspectives that I feel like I may have not even taken into account as being useful mm, before. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And from complete different walks of life. And it made me really like not humble myself in a way of like kneeling down, but humble myself in a way of really just trying to see the equality of everyone on the planet, especially mm. traveling and all that. Mm-hmm. And I'm someone that likes to have a message with my music, so I had to really think about how am I transformed? Um, what am I holding on to still? What am I going to let go of um, in all aspects? Yeah. And I really took a lot of time off from the scene and being out here and, like, you know, really trying to chase whatever feels good and pleasurable and shit like that because it kind of really wasn't giving me nothing, I felt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As you far as, like, my foundation. You got to do it light, you know what I mean? Like, definitely. Um, and I feel so much more powerful now, so much more at peace with myself. And I don't give a fuck, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's a great feeling. <laughs> Hell yeah, that is a good feeling. And, like, it's... That and, is a good feeling. And, and it's only increasing, you know what I mean? And, um, yeah, I really just wanted to, like, think about more of, like, my purpose. I don't like to yeah. copy... And that's you know I mean? that's so important. Like, that's that's a big thing too. I don't like to copy. I don't like to do what's in, even if it would get me a million dollars, dog. Yeah, you know what I mean. So yeah, um, you're, you're living. You just all yeah. You got to be original. You got to be Most original. Definite. That's yeah. that's how. And man, all all that stuff you're talking about, like being original, it's so it's harder nowadays. I feel like you know what I mean, yeah. and and especially like you know taking a break and doing what's right for you because it feels right because it's the right thing you should do. Where a lot of people probably feel pressured to keep putting out content and keep, you know, it's it's a different era nowadays where, you know, I feel like it's, uh, people respect that mindset if you can have that mindset in this era, yeah. you know? Stuff. Social media, I think, tricks people into thinking that everyone's always putting out content because you're always seeing content. Mm-hmm. So you're assuming like, oh, this there's always new content coming out. I need to be putting out new content right. constantly and it's yeah. always supposed to be quality. Right. So yeah. if that's... I mean, yeah, I want to go yeah. back to when, you know, rappers, even the big rappers or artists in general, only put albums every put out albums every two or three years. 
I don't want to be force fed albums every year, every yeah. you know, twice a year. You know what I mean? I mean, they'll always like, tell I, you. I mean, obviously, studying. it depends on the quality of the music. Like we were talking about, yeah. St. Nack and Aldovino, they put out shit all the time. Right. Yeah. But and I'll and listen. There's always people that that want it somewhere. Exactly, and I'll listen to that shit all day. Well, some people have different endurance. Some people can put out. Right. Quality. Exactly. I'll listen yeah. to that shit all day because it never feels forced. When I listen to their music, it right. never feels like it's forced. Like they were putting it out just to put something out. You know what I mean? Right. Right. But right. there's a lot of a lot of artists out there now. Nowadays, who put shit out just to stay relevant, mm. and you can yeah. tell when their heart's not in it, and you can tell yeah. when it's not genuine. You know, so yeah, I've been doing it. Um, I've been doing it in my way, rather. Yeah, for so long that it's like impossible for me to do that. Right, impossible. right, impossible. Yeah. So back to the music thing. Mm. That's been kind of like my foundational mindset for the time, but I've been creating music the whole entire time, mm-hmm. which is great. So um So you got a lot in the vault. Yeah, I have more. I almost have more than I can handle. I would yeah. Say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This looks like a job for Skrelly Bucks. <laughs> you got Skrelly Bucks. Sound Se- up in the secret album. <laughs> secret album. <laughs> Better <laughs> pay up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Pay up for those. A uh, million dollars on Bandcamp. Yeah, per track. <laughs> <laughs> That's the price. Yeah, I mean, are you planning on releasing anything soon or? Yeah, um I want to. Um, I really don't kind of want to really go out of my way of doing it in a different way than what I how I want to do it. Mm. For instance, um, I was telling I was telling Owen earlier, like I came up recording myself because I had no one around me doing it when yeah. I was like fourteen, fifteen. So I did that for a lot of years. I did that I think till I was like twenty three, and then I needed money, so I sold my shit. Um, and then ever since then I just been going everywhere. Yeah, you know what I mean. And gaining a lot of expertise, a lot of different ways of recording, um, met a lot of people, became cool with a lot of people. I'm comfortable recording anywhere. That's good. But the fullness, what I know internally, and some people may be like, yo, like you're like too focused on that. But what I know, like the best paranormal that exists is when I'm being hands on with how I sequence it. Mm -hmm. Because I will spend a month looking for one sound effect. Looking That's for looking for one sound clip, you know what I mean? Like, yep. oftentimes when I'm in the studio, um, I'm conscientious about other people's time, and if yeah. I'm paying money, also this time too, and I can't really even articulate some ideas that I may have. Be like, yo, I kind of want this to sound like this. I can't, you know what I mean? Some things I just don't know. Right. But so, how does that get created? It doesn't. It's like yeah. you're, you're trying I'm, to write in your handwriting by holding someone else's hand, and like you can't do that. So that's an ill analogy. Yo, that is exactly. <laughs> yo, that's an ill analogy. Exactly. So you come up so over yourself. time. Yeah, <laughs> that's actually a really ill analogy. Yeah. So like over time, I really felt myself like feeling just like like shit. Like oh, I gotta get my shit together. Like like just being hard on myself. Like mm. like I don't want to waste. Not even waste. I don't want to use verses. For shit that I would use it for shit that they make my masterpieces with, you know what I mean, like right. shit like that. And it was really getting to me after a while. So that's one. That's also one reason why I fell back. Really, to focus on my personal life, financial as well, mm-hmm. to make sure that I get my footing, I get my studio the way that I get it, like the way that I used to have it, and yep. being hands on with it, and I can get my full ideas out. Like I can be the hundred percent paranormal that I know exists that people don't even know exists like that. Word. So that like. I'm close to that, 
close you know yeah I'm, I'm actually very close to uh, um attaining that and like starting to build that full force but definitely this year i got like a plethora of projects dropping i got Word. like a whole bunch whole all right bunch. 2020 it's like a whole renaissance the year, so, of the year of paranon the year of paranon let's do it <laughs> we'll see we'll see y'all tell it you know what i mean we'll one see. uh one verse i have heard from you recently was your verse on lateb and oblivious's new album Yes, on that track, Legacy. Yeah, we've had them I on the podcast before. Those are the homies. Uh, how'd you How'd you link up with them? You've known them for Those a little the while, homies, right? Man, I live with Oblivious. Yo. Word. Yeah. Oh, you did. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, we live together right now. I mean, he's the person I went to Vietnam and Singapore with a couple years ago. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's my brother right there. Oh, word, word. Latab, that's that's been my homie right there. You know what I mean? He's someone we we mutually respect each other heavily mm-hmm. in music. Yeah. Um. And um, a lot of people love Lateb, man. I fuck with Lateb too because, like, outside of music, he's just goofy. Yeah, and he's they're like, both great super people. Super cool, man. They're yeah, both exactly, great people. exactly, yeah. exactly. So, like, I really appreciate people you can vibe with. Yeah, outside of music, you can go in and out of music with them mm-hmm. and like vibe. You can drink with them and shit like that. Smoke with them, like yeah. Yeah, I went like, to their video I like shoot. Like that. I went to one of their video shoots like a few months ago. And uh, I don't even know them like that well. We had them on the podcast like a couple times, you know, and we've kept in contact. I went to their video shoot. I ended up staying there for like hours afterwards, just hanging out with really? them, like having a good time. I'm really? like, yeah, what, they're the good one over people. The summer in the backyard. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I was there too, yo. Yo, you were there. Yeah, I was. I was. Yeah, the No <laughs> Favors joint. Yeah, I was all pre me. So yo, I just yeah, super left out. No, see, I, I was. <laughs> I was. Yeah. Right. Damn, I didn't even know. That's crazy. No, I saw that. I saw that. <laughs> It's all good. Actually, I actually have We're some of my now. food there too. Yeah, no. That, oh, I did. Okay. Yeah. You know what? See, I do food for videos too. If you need catering for videos, so you were the guy who had the food everyone was talking about. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. See. Okay. See? It's all coming. It's together. all coming Lucky. together now. Oh, yeah. it's, all it's all coming, coming together, together now. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was a good time though. Uh, but yeah, that was that was dope to see. I didn't know you were gonna be on that album. That was dope to see that when word. it came out. Word. Yeah. Nah, that was um. Yeah, that song came together really nicely. That did. That, song. that might be my favorite song in the album. Not and to I disrespect think, the other songs, it's a great album. But I, think I love that, that one track. And like two other ones. Yeah, yeah. but Lateb killed the hook on that one too. He's singing his <laughs> ass off. I didn't even know he could sing like that. Like, oh, <laughs> you're in for something. Yeah, he's been working Closing on a song. lot of singing stuff. <laughs> Word. Yeah. Word. So he's coming with stuff too. Definitely. Word. Mm-hmm. Do you guys have stuff together that you haven't released? Me and Latab. Yeah. No, I think everything we did, we released. I was or on an album of his. Yeah, everything. Yeah. Oblivious as well, or did you guys? Nah, we got joints, yo. Okay. Oblivious got that fire. Oblivious raps his ass off. He got that fire coming out. Word. And we got a fire joint on there. One of my favorite songs. It's like one of those ill underground songs that when mm-hmm. I was like, if I was 16 hearing that, I'd fall the fuck out. Like yeah, it's like one of those joints. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Those he keeps it. No, yeah, he keeps dude. it. The stuff I used Oblivious to keeps like, it raw. Like yeah, he's nah, yeah, he's every verse I hear from him like usually blown away, always blown away. Like yeah. <laughs> he's crazy. Yeah, he's um he's a great dude, man. He great really dude, is a great revolutionary man. Mm-hmm. And he does his best to live out what he believes, man. He's got the mob you know mentality. I mean? No matter, <laughs> like for real, regardless to whom or what. And I've learned a lot just by watching him and building with him. Yeah, and man. Vice versa, you know what I'm saying? So it's dope. Yeah, 
Yeah, it's good to have qualified people in your corner. That's 100%. Yeah. it's important. Hundred percent. Building the team, and it sounds like you had, you had a good core team just from the beginning. So mm-hmm. most most definite, most yeah. definite. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's so important. That's mm-hmm. so important. You got to have most those definite. kind of people in your corner. Most definite. Yeah, man. And like, I'll even add on to this, man. I think you know sometimes you may have people in your corner you don't even know that that they're in your corner. So mm-hmm. much, you know what I mean? Um, from maybe feeling misunderstood by family from different moves you may have been making, different things of the past and different beliefs like that. Like, I kind of had to, you know, reconfigure shit like that. You know what I mean? Like, I want to have people that I'm close with beyond just rap, just just because of me, you know what I'm mm. saying? Mm. And a lot of it, you know, is family too. Not saying that everybody has to, like, reconcile or be cool with family, but that's one thing that I felt I wanted to get back to. I feel yeah. like I kind of, like... You know, was running it's easy to lose that crib. after a while if you get too caught up in most you know, definite, yourself most and what you're yeah. doing. Yeah, and it's like a matter of trust too, man. You know what yeah. I mean? Because it's like you can have, you know, it's not across the board, but I guess generally speaking, like some, you know, some people in your family, especially ones who you are really close with in your family, you may have had beef, arguments, and shit like that. But like you know that no matter what, mm-hmm. they ain't gonna stab you in the back, man. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? yeah. Like you know, no matter what, like they love you for you. They know, they know you. They know who you are for real. Right. Or like they have a closer glimpse of who you are. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So exactly. a lot of it, yeah. A lot of what I wanted to do was like be more authentic with them, man, and like not live like a double life and like shit like that, and like you know, see them where they're at versus me wanting them to see me where I'm at, mm. you know what I mean? And making that initiative, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I felt that um, I'm still in the midst of it. I'm still growing, but I've grown enough to that to the point that I have faith that that shit works. Yeah. It, work, it works for me, you know what I mean? So it's, it definitely does. I feel like more connected with my music, more connected with how I want to present shit, and less about how I want shit to look. Based yeah. on mm-hmm. other motherfuckers, and you go through life family. a lot lighter yeah. that way, like without yeah. having to feel weighed down by right. things that you might either have to fix or avoid, or you know, things right, that you right, just, right. Everything's just well, right, things that are out of your control, right? You know? There like, it is, acceptance, yeah. Yeah. acceptance. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you got to focus on on what's control. what you can control, pretty yeah. much, and that's uh. Not to go back to Kobe, but but we're, we're, we've been preaching on the mob of mentality this whole yeah. time. I mean, it's it's, like, it's a part of growing, man. That's right. it. Well, I think we might know the name of the episode, despite our number thing we've been doing. Yeah, no, we might have to name this one after Kobe. <laughs> yeah. We usually so we name our episodes after whatever number the episode is. We name it after a Boston athlete that's worn that number. Word. But we might have to go with Kobe on this one. We might have to. <laughs> it's not a bad one, man. It's not a bad one. Yeah. Most definitely. Yeah, but once again, uh. Say, tell your loved ones that you love them. I've heard that more than once throughout my life. It's super important. Yeah, um, I you just might not get a chance to do it. So I mean, you hear it a lot, but it's like you. Yesterday, just I feel like reminded everyone. Yeah, you know. Yeah, don't be too hard. Yeah. I love you. I love you guys. I love everybody. I yeah. love me. You know what I'm saying. If you got issues with someone, down. let that shit go. You know, it's like with your loved ones. I mean, friends and family. You know, a little petty shit. Let it go. Of course, yeah. <laughs> you know. And a lot of the times no, those disagreements that. come no, because they you. care so much about you. That's usually well, that's true. That's a true. place of love. And so. Most definite. I'm glad you made that point. That's yeah. something I realized too. And it's like sometimes people get on your nerves, but it's because they love you. Mm. Yeah. And, and that's they that's like that. unconditional yeah. love. You mm. know what I'm saying? It ain't always roses and all this other bullshit. Yeah. yeah it's certainly not always a uh, a lifetime movie. No. Or a Hallmark, you know. <laughs> 
I mean, sometimes those movies go really wrong. <laughs> That's true. You know what? That's true. That's I'm glad true. it's not then. <laughs> let's play. Uh, let's play that. Let's have an oblivious song. Yeah, let's pop. Let's it get in. into that. Oh, Legacy, Peter. featuring Paranorm and Caitlin Carey is on that song as well. Oh. Off the new album Woke. Check it out. Let's have an oblivious. All platforms be. All platforms. Beep. Think all of my life I've gone a long way But at least you can't say That I gave a born an entree It's time, place, spot We take what we got And live to be king So let's make this a lot I trust in my skills Trust in my squad Knowing all that I build I could crush in my palm Most talking don't act Some work but don't rhyme But mine, I guarantee I'll be in it the whole time The world is my stage I rage till it burst into flames May my words affect the herds Like a merciless plague May my verses fill these purses my personal gain without sacrificing the pureness of my purpose and aim that's not real to me the crowd don't move for nothing but they build for me cause anything we spit and give them chills you see and they won't tell you different that shit ill to me yo that shit ill to me so when I'm gone remember me cause at least I try Christmas gifts to start a steps to a slave, a young king born. And trophy fame will range, no vanity claim. Calamity to mirror the pain, take the waters astray. We brought a fall like case for a dame, the case of the fame. But living life inside of the frame, where the hooks to refrain. To be stuck in a cycle, should lane. Die for my aim, more than survive, arriving before the king. Uh, this train of thoughts in a higher plane. The last train to hold you in the bright light, stain the brain. But once it came, I bust the mouth down and swim my twin and ignite the flame. Just living, I ain't gassed up, cause I ended I'm just a shadow, said he never smoked away from golden frame Walk in my palace, ask the concrete rose to bring Twisted tunnels, vision echoes, if your demons sing your level Till it swings away, this made me something special like a swing Yeah, remember me Cause at least I try Live my dreams And when I'm gone That's where I'll be Cause I never When they doubt it even more When I reach the edge of that hole And climb the body Now I'm back Stronger than never Chip on my shoulder Nothing but truth for these devils And a blade for all these cold I'll never die I'll never die I'll never die I'll never die Legacy that is Let's Have an Oblivious featuring 
Paranom. Yes, sir. And Caitlin Carey. Great song. With the bars. Love that track. Me too, man. Yeah, John Glass produced that. John Glass produced the whole album. Shout out yeah, John Glass. Definitely. Man, John Glass might be leading this podcast in shout outs. Mm. Like, so if we shout him out a lot. <laughs> He's the man, yo. He is Gleazy. the man. Everyone, like. What up, Glees? Yeah. Yeah. Everyone that we, it's crazy how many people in the New England hip-hop scene know him, have worked with him, have respect for him. Like, he's just great guy. Great guy. 100%. Yeah. I'd say Knox is probably a close second. Close. Yeah, Knox is up there, too. Yeah, two, yeah. two heavily mentioned producers. And Shout out producers. You, and they've worked <laughs> together as well. So. Yes, and I didn't yes. even have to say it. Shout out producers. I shout out producers. You. We are big shout shout outers yeah, of producers. Yeah, yeah, we're big about giving respect to producers. We feel like they don't give get enough respect sometimes, you know. So I agree. Shout out to all the producers. Yes. The backdrops, canvases of yep. what we create, man. Yep. Straight yeah. up and down. They Hell yeah. It all together. Um, it's good stuff. So, do you have any shows coming up, or are you uh, you concocting any shows? Um. No, I've had a couple opportunities that I'm um, either fell through or I'm not taking. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Um, I got a couple catering things in the works right now. Mm-hmm. So follow at Saints Kitchen on Instagram. At, at Saints, Saints Kitchen. What is Z? Saints mm-hmm. Kitchen, all one word. I'm about to follow that right now. Word, thank you. Yeah, definitely Saints. <laughs> um, also, yeah. uh, just like a suit interest... Have you considered bringing that like to music venues, like in any way, like like a some sort mm. of art? <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, you plan. already know. Come <laughs> on. <laughs> yeah, I'm not the only one, man. I have a lot of a lot of geniuses around here. You know what I mean? So, mm. a lot of the times, like if one person don't use an idea, someone else catches it. If you have an idea, someone else has had the idea in a different way. You collaborate, oh, yeah. put it together, all that stuff, man. So, but hey, why nah, there are. The wheel? Right, yeah. yeah. Make it better. You know, so, you know, different people take the lead on different things. So, you know, there are different people in my ear, and I'm in their ear for different things like that. So, yeah. Just so you'll be in competition with Clover uh, maybe. right next to the Middle East? You know you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, that'd be dope. Yeah. I love Clover, too. I, they're pretty good. They got Shout the out impo- Clover. I think, what do they got? The Impossible Meatball, I think yeah. is what it is. What is that? Nah, it it um, basically is, it's a vegan meatball, but you'd think it's a meatball, like mm. but if you didn't tell someone. Yeah, Impossible Meat is pretty good. The meal that they really have that's dope is the chickpea fritter sandwich. Mm. Okay. With falafel and a whole bunch of other stuff. I think Man. that's the one has got like all the... Um, I think I've had that before because it's got like... That sounds a, amazing. It's like a rainbow of like carrots, greens, it's amazing. and like cabbage. Yeah. It's got everything. Yeah, Red cabbage, carrots, cucumbers, hummus. I think it has tahini in it too. Mm. Um, falafel. Yo, and it's like, you can get it at like 3, 4 a.m. Oh, like, man, yeah, you man. can't beat that. They be like, there was this definitely nights. That's the thing. Be, like, the if crazy you're. Crazy hours and I go all the way out there just to eat some food, man. Mm. And just go all the way back to Randy. That's awesome, though, because most of the time, that time at night, if you're looking for something to eat, there's nothing healthy. There's though. nothing. Nothing, there's nothing healthy. Nothing. You can yeah. get Domino's, you can get Wendy's, yeah. you know what I mean? It's right. all unhealthy shit. In the spot, I'm thinking there's yeah, there's McDonald's and across the street, yeah, yeah. yeah. Extreme options, but to have that kind of option late at night is dope. It's dope because you know sometimes you like to party or out late at night. If you get hungry, it's good to have some healthy options so you don't feel like shit the next day. (laughs) You know, you know, know? (laughs) right? Exactly. Yeah, man, that's a good point. I wanted to add that on too. Like a lot of people are entrepreneurs these days. We're really trying to get after it, (laughs) and you know using all our faculties and 
pushing ourselves and a lot of us are not sleeping, things like that. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you, I've experienced it firsthand. Like when you moderate yourself at least a little bit, like you balance yourself out. You, yeah. you, you have you have more energy to to just to continue to grind. Like you're not you're not gonna bring yourself into the ground. Right. You know what I mean? Like you're gonna give yourself a little more patience to to actually think of ideas and think of innovative ideas. Mm. You know what I mean? Like and if you're that ill man, you ain't gotta like bring yourself into the ground and sacrifice everything else in life, man, just for this one thing. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So yes. Um moderation. Like I really want to kind of be there for the people that get right all the time, for the mm. people that, you know, who may be in survival mode and may be coping in those ways, but are still very creative and still very impactful. Mm. You know what I mean? Because a lot of the time, a lotus a lotus comes, comes from the mud. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I want to at least contribute. Like, I ain't got to be the that, that dude. At least contribute to something that connects us all in a mm -hmm. way that's elevating and growth wise, man, just like beyond the music, but it hel it helps the music too. Yeah, and, like, and a lot of the times it's about longevity, like that uh, working on something like we were talking about the mustard seed, like you're trying to grow something, not just be big now, like you're l working on something that's gonna stick around. Most definitely. And mm -hmm. we'll keep you around and like, uh, let's say like you mentioned, like the m focus may not be specifically on music, but you'll be doing shows while Working on the food thing, so of course, like, like, like I am music, mm. so there's no way I would ever stop doing it. Yeah. Um, I just you know I have my own way of seeing it, like everyone else evolves their own way of seeing it, and it will continue to evolve itself. Exactly. You know, but I want to do things in a way that works for me, um, and to listen to the guidance of people outside of just of just what I do, people who are also impactful because they're impactful to the world or they're impactful in many other areas of life. And mm -hmm. I want to, you know, in my naturalness, not like not forcing it, but I want to, I want to do that too. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and I think that's one of those things where in hindsight, people will then see your practice and, and see like, yeah, that is, that's the right way to do things. Yeah. And like, meanwhile, you felt that you've been sort of, carving your path as you go and uh, making it your own and and then people kind of see that as an example and and it is it's just for the generations to grow and you're, you're laying foundation so Most yeah definitely. it's and key i've learned and it's kind of like making not to cut you off but like making that shit cool you know what i mean yeah that's Make, a great point you know yeah. making it Most mainstream definitely. making it cool like that's that's a big part of it because mm -hmm. like you hit the nail right on the head with that yeah 100 percent. it's making it cool yeah like that's why, like, you know, I don't want to, I'm still really formulating exactly what it's going to be. You know what I mean? I have very concrete plans of what I'm doing yeah. currently, but how it's going to grow because I don't want it to just be the same regular thing. Like, right. Because it's here now. You want, you want here, young like, people to be able to relate exactly. to it. You want everyone to be able to relate to it. Mm. So you want it to be, like, not to sound like a, an old person, but, like, hip. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, you right. want it to be. It's, it's, <laughs> it's life, man. You right. I mean, if, if, we're, if we're talking about, you know, having more control over our lives and authenticity and things like that. Like I didn't want, you know, everything as far as what I'm consuming food wise to be dependent on the corporate world. Like mm. I mean, to be dependent yeah. on just these certain blocks I got to go to for my food. So, okay. What's the first thing I want to learn? I want to learn how to like do it differently than what I've been given. All right. I learned how to do that. How do I learn to get these resources? Okay. I can, you know, I'm traveling the world, connecting with these people, 
you know, going beyond my comfort zone and myself and we're connecting on things that bring us together, which is we want healthy, healthy legacies and healthy lives for ourselves and our family yeah. you know, out of love because that's just what humans are naturally gravitated towards. Right. You know what I'm saying? In their pureness. But so a lot of times, you know, they get pushed in the wrong direction when it comes to that stuff. Environment, all that shit. Right. And then the next step is, okay, like, all right, we have the people that can help you put it together. Now you're somewhere moving around and stuff and you want to eventually grow it and mm-hmm. be self-sustainable, all all this shit. Like, yeah. I, see it as, I see it as an aspect of, like, militancy, you know what I'm saying? Yes. And it's, it's, it's a right. It's mm-hmm. a right. It's something that I just have personal interest in, so I might as well just do it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, that's it. I ain't mm-hmm. trying to be nothing, but just do what the fuck I do. That's it. Now, some people, or a lot of people in the past have said that it's more expensive to eat healthy. Do you believe that? I don't agree with that. No. No, definitely not. Because a lot of the time, we we spend most of our money on distractions, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? myself included. But, shoot, you can put kobe man it's like he mm. said no excuses right exactly <laughs> exactly exactly you know I mean? and not and and like not only him that's one thing i kind of like learned and learned to actually open my mind to was like okay if you want to be a millionaire like you have to have a certain mindset of focus um to go towards that end you mm-hmm. know to block out what's to take the road that's going to take you there and not be on the path that's not going to take you there right you know what i mean and a lot of that comes with distractions. You know, people say a millionaires read a book a month. You know mm. what I mean? Millionaires do this. They 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 do that. You know what I mean? They 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 uh at least take thirty minutes to themselves or an hour to themselves before getting on social media. Like mm. things like that. Mm-hmm. And like actually applying and doing that, you know what I mean? And being 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 a creative, it's it's a difficult balance because you can be a creative in any space. You can be a creative getting fucked up, you can be a creative not so if you've been a creative and have gained success doing things in one way for a particular amount of time you want to stay in that in that lane yeah. you know what i mean like even if it would benefit your whole life doing things differently mm. so like that's like i see it as like spiritual warfare man you know what i mean it's like just yeah, like absolutely. when you know that and yeah. you like having to apply that it's like it's different yeah it's different you know what i mean so yeah it's different but then you see you see and hear people who look like you and who don't like across the board who have applied certain principles such as these men and have really transformed them their lives and the lives of other people and i want to make that shit look cool people have made it look cool nipsey mm-hmm. hustle made that shit look cool exactly you know what I'm saying? so fact, it's like fact it's like yo man like if you have the capacity to do, to, to do so yes and getting older like i see different young ways people, that i may have like downplayed myself and that end it's like man like no not anymore like wh- for what for why you right I mean? like, right for why yeah. right because young people often don't look at that shit as cool like i, I don't know it's i mean a, a lot of them do but some of the shit that they do look at as cool is is the polar opposite you know what i mean so it's yeah. driving that message home is is really important and i think a lot of people are doing it Self care is is self care is very important. It's important, and, man. You know, I think, like you said, Nipsey, Mac Miller. I mean, we've lost some people in the last. You know, Kobe. It's just things come to light in situations like that, and and you realize that what's really important. You know. Yeah. Right. 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 I did actually wanted to say, in, in addition to like you know, the people of our era that have influenced that and, like, wanting to influence future generations. 
there are people like ancestors in the past who have done the same things too that mm. we that we have not been that taught we don't about, recognize that we don't recognize yeah. that have not been taught about yes and a lot of it is that is has you know a lot of that has influenced my perspective as like okay before all this glitz and glamour and like mm. the western world and all this stuff it's like nah man people in my lineage and people before me have been impacting the world and have been doing mm. And have been like doing things in business and trade mm. and inventing and creating and all that and all those things. But their story so, wasn't getting spread it on social media. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Know? So it's like if yeah. I want to be more like real and authentic to who I am and I have knowledge itself, then I like I have to follow this this same vein. You know what I mean? I can't be really caught up in like the way that the way that the smoke and mirrors is now and only yes. be stuck in that. Like I'm a part of it because I live, like I'm here, you know what I mean? Like I I partake, but Fact. it's like the reality of who I am is, is like is way deeper than like I even realize. Right. You know what I'm saying? So and the reality like, of who we that? all are, you know? Exactly. The exactly. earth has been so, around a long time. It's not definitely. just about what's going on in our lifetime, you know? Exactly. Hundred percent. So yeah. like with that in mind, like I, I take that into account. I've traveled and I've seen that I only may think of certain issues and problems when I'm here. And it's mm. only one small fucking area. You mm. know what I'm saying? It's like I've created my whole life based off that. Yeah. And that's very small. Yeah. That's how I see it. Mm. Uh, yeah, I guess. <laughs> 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 that was a real drop. Yeah. Boom, boom, boom. I mean, yeah. this is this has been good. We've covered a lot of good shit here, for real. Yeah, we really and, have. Um, so I don't know how much we touched on this, but it, I just want to. Uh, you were talking about coming from different areas. You mentioned you've gone to Europe and you've like collected things. I don't want to. Sorry, I don't want to draw it out. I know we're we're nearing our uh, our end, but the uh, you had mentioned you you lived in the south for a while. Does that influence your perspective? Like, is that partially where your um, like that th- that thought process that it come from where like you're getting getting perspective from outside of like where you've only been before you know um it's something i i kind of evolved my thinking about it kind of recently like i've always known it was the difference between like day and night that's how i like mm. just usually describe it mm. at the same time I, I think it balanced me out living there like when i was still you know where'd you live in the south uh um alabama okay North, like, northern Alabama. Yeah. Um, before I left, um, I kind of was getting into trouble and stuff like that. So I know that if I never left, I probably would have been in a lot of trouble. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I kind of, you know, who knows for sure, but I have an inkling that that would have been the fact. That's for pretty real. mature to recognize yeah. it. Like, I definitely, absolutely. I can yeah. see that. You know what I mean? I can see that. Um, um, yeah. At the same time, I feel, um, I forgot your question. So just about how uh, living in the South and you had mentioned like having mindset and perspective and, and staying in one place, like how you okay. you were somewhere else. And at that age, I think you said it was high school. Yeah. So that's yeah. a pretty formative time. And now Definitely. you're out of your element now. And uh, yeah, in it's interesting because I feel objectively speaking, I feel that when I was down there and like the way that things kind of went down and then when I kind of had my freedom after I graduated, um, I feel like I have always been kind of like looking for that void or like trying to regain mm-hmm. what I feel I have lost from that time. So, you know, it'd be me, you know, wanting to um, connect with, I mean, 
I guess it's more of like, I guess, a metaphorical way of like putting it, you know what I mean? Because there's nothing wrong with wanting to reconnect with your friends and people like that. Nothing at all. But no, just like, especially at that age, you, of course, you yeah, be back with all the friends that you know, and most definite. But just, but just like trying to recapture something, and I definitely feel like I did. You know what I mean? I came full circle with a lot of stuff. Mm. Um, I feel, I think that I kind of felt maybe some kind of shame with being someone that can kind of be alone in a certain aspect. Or being okay. someone that can like, okay, I can like dip off and like have it have, you know, I, I want to do this. People don't want to do it. I'm just going to do it. You know mm, what I mean? Yeah. And then me having shame, me thinking that I'm being like standoffish, which is not. But um, me, maybe that in addition to wanting people to kind of join in. But at the same time, if you yeah. don't, that's fine. You know what I mean? I, I don't like to force people to do shit. It's tough to find that balance of like it's keep, a balance. keeping your own peace, but also staying involved with other people. You Most know? definite. And yeah. then I think, I, I, I feel that now I am the way that I am because I did move when mm. I was younger. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I kind of, I kind of accept that. You know what mm. I mean? I accept it as like a positive thing. Whereas before, I was a little bit confused about it or didn't really think about it in that respect versus that, okay, I was here for a certain amount of time and then I wasn't, like, so yeah, it should yeah. change. But now I kind of see it more subconsciously inform me, like, my actions. Okay, I guess this is why. And, you know, I'm very harmonious. I love to be harmonious, but I'm also a rebel at at a, at a certain time. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I, I can see why I'm like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, um, and I see it as, like, a superpower, actually, now. I think it's actually very powerful. Yeah. So at what point did you become this like self-aware? I when kinda, you were down south, or I actually that's probably when it like really start like started. Yeah, I would say um, I had a lot of time to myself. Yeah, and it was time that I kind of enjoyed. I wasn't thinking of it like oh, I'm bored. Like you know, what I mean, of mm -hmm. course, I had times like that, but um, it was more reflective. It was more reflective. I think I feel like I felt more bored. When I started smoking weed and like drinking <laughs> and shit, yeah, where it's like, yo, like, oh, I need a blood, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, where yeah. like I concretely know when I was heavy into my shit and didn't even do any of that stuff, mm. and that was yeah. a challenge for me too to think about. Okay, like, mm. why do I do what I do now? Because I wasn't like that before, you know what I mean? But um, mm. yeah, a lot of time just really challenging myself. It really started. It, I did start being reflective when I was down south because I had time to do so. And it was, it was that just kind of grounded me? You know mm. what I mean? Um, I'm an earth sign for my zodiac head, so I like, you know, being grounded. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> That's I feel most comfortable when I'm when I'm able to be grounded. Um And so this yeah. was around the time you were you were starting to make music. Correct. And mm, yeah. did do you have music that's been released? So I guess at, at this point sound I know you have a lot of unreleased music, uh, especially from the earlier times. Mm -hmm. Um, did anything get released that like sort of describes your experiences in that period? Um, never like in a full song at all. I probably may have put a line here and there, okay. but I never really spoke on it per se. Mm. Um, yeah, I really think at the most like a couple bars, like, I may have put it in reflective songs, yeah, but the whole it, like, song, yeah, but, but the whole not. song wasn't about that one experience. Though, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah just part that. of the collective, which right. mm -hmm. makes it a clearer picture, honestly, like right. when you yeah. have everything together. Mm. Yeah. Like um, a time, time frame, time right. lapse type of thing. 
Yeah, it's re- that's pretty unique. I think, honestly, I'd be pretty rattled if I had to spend my high school in a different state. I, that would have thrown me off completely. <laughs> so, yeah, it I, was it was it was different. You know what I mean? Yeah. I actually, I I did still visit whenever there was like vacation and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. So I kept my roots. Like my brother used to send me, you know, um, CDs and stuff like that to stay connected because there wasn't really a lot of hip hop down there at all. Really? No, nah, there wasn't. That's like kind of surprising. That's where yeah, I was. That is where, surprising. Where, where where I was, there really wasn't. Maybe like now is different. Yeah, but when I was there, like there wasn't no BET, you know what I mean, nothing like that. Yeah, like I remember, you know what I mean. Like, I interesting. Yeah, so, it must have been a pretty religious community. Is that the case? Hundred percent. Okay, mm-hmm. religious community, um, football heavy. That's where I got yeah. into football. College football. You know what I mean, I was. They like, love that you know shit. I, mean? I was super heavy into that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That must have been fun though. That if like, I did is a it, whole thing in and of itself. Like you don't get that as much. So like, it's a different there. culture, though. Yeah. yeah, different culture. Oh yeah, different culture. Hundred percent. What What was the difference in the people? Like were people more friendly down there? They're more friendly, more friendly. Um, it's interesting because like I try to think about the overtness versus the covertness of racism mm. down there versus up here, mm. and it's not so much that I actually care anymore currently. Okay. But, um, yeah, it's Was interesting. There's definitely a lot of like, racism in the South. There yeah. definitely is. Definitely. I would say this. It took me living down there to actually um, see racism in the yeah. North. Yeah. 100%. Because I had no idea. I was like. It, to see it in the North, you said? Yeah, okay. definitely. Like, I was like, I remember when I was down there, when I first went down, I was like, oh, man, nah, nah, we good. Da, 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 all mm-hmm. this. I was mad young. But after experiencing that, and I remember one of my English teachers in 10th grade, sophomore year, we had an argument during the class, and she was like, no, nah, the North is more racist than the South. Da, 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 mm. da, da. <laughs> he was beefing over it. You know what I mean? And wow. This was in the South? Yeah, in the South. In the South. During class, 10th grade. Yeah. Wait, um, so, sorry. I, I just want to make sure I'm hearing this clearly. The, your experience was that the North, you didn't see the racism in the North until you saw racism in the South? Correct. When I and when I when I moved back up north is when I saw it. Okay. So is that yeah. saying you saw the subtleties of it, like, or that it was more racist than the South? That's what I, I guess I was. Or curious. that the okay. South opened your eyes to it more. I would yeah. say the South opened my eyes to it more. Yeah. But I actually, I mean, you have to take into account, I guess, the different ages and different things I was doing. Like I had, I had more. I mean, when I was still in the north before I moved down south, I was a kid, and then when I moved back up north, I was. I was 18, 19. Right. So I was able to move around more. You know yeah. What I mean? so, and you understood more. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, exactly. You know what I mean? So, but that experience helped me to kind of see those things, like see like mm-hmm. microaggressions and things like I that. I see what you mean. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would say that. So there was that. Um, the South was also dope because it was just like peaceful and like I like being peaceful. So that's it's a one lot thing. slower, right? A lot slower. You yeah. know what I mean? Like I love nature. So that was there too. I didn't really really understand that I actually do love nature so I live down there you know what I mean so like I love all that like all kind of stuff like that you know what I mean so I I definitely would say that kind of contributed to the way that I I guess I want to live my life in the future yeah it sounds like it definitely (laughs) helped shape you as a person you know living down there yeah yeah. that's dope that's dope yeah so it was dope it was dope yeah that's awesome that's that is it's important and it's unique I'm sure it's had a huge part in in developing you to exactly where you are now. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. It's just like it just kind of makes me tap into more of like my own personal experiences and accept it for what it is, and like not compare myself to others. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, 
you know other people they were in one place their whole life like you know what i mean they have their experiences like my experience is something different so i kind of you know i have to accept the different things i feel different for things i may have been insecure about of like not fitting in with different shit nah it's yeah. actually what makes me fucking dope you know what i'm saying so mm. i'm gonna ride that way hell yeah, yeah. i love that right. should we uh wrap it up with the song uh, i don't know what song to do though Wait, you had a song I I had, oh my God, I can't believe I don't remember it. I had, I had said I was like closing song. I can't decide. It was a song we had talked about earlier. What song did we talk about? What was it? Ooh, I commented during the, sound off in the comments, <laughs> if you know the moment where I said this. Yo, look at the comments. <laughs> yeah, look at the comments. We were talking about a song, and I was like, oh, this has to be our closing song. Um, closing. Maybe it was Legacy because we played that already. Yeah, it might have been. Um <laughs> But anyway, encore. No. What, uh, yeah, encore, encore. what song would you want to play? Yeah, it's up to you. Yeah, <laughs> you pick. Do you want to finish with? What's, what's your favorite? Know, what's your favorite song? The first song I thought <laughs> of. I mean, it wasn't my song. What? It was. <laughs> what is it? The Kanye West, the Poopity Scoop song. Oh, I don't know if y'all heard that. We're playing that. Fuck it, we're playing that. No bullshit. That's the first thing I thought. We're Unfortunately, that could get us pulled from YouTube. But what do you mean? I don't think you yeah, can Yeah, to lift play. yourself off your feet, yo. <laughs> that song is hilarious. <laughs> Sound off in the comments if you know if we can play a full song. I don't, I don't Yeah, no, that. we can play it. What do you mean? That song didn't even come out for real, like, on it Spotify it. and shit. Like, oh, it was it's not just, actually No, no, no. no, no, no. It was just a leak, like, and it was a yeah, fucking yeah. joke. <laughs> you had a story oh, behind that, though? No. Well, I don't know if it's true, but I heard that Drake wanted that beat. Okay. And then, for I don't know, some kind of veto, some kind of shit. Maybe not a veto, but... That's funny, though. Something happened that Kanye got the beat, and yeah. then he shitted on the beat. <laughs> That's so funny. That's I remember so hearing funny. that shit for the first time. I was like, what happened to this guy? That Yo, is actually, oh like, God. that would be the which, most Which is an ill story. Yeah. That is an ill story. That is. I mean, that's why I was like, oh, shit. All right, like, we're gonna close out with that. <laughs> we're gonna dollars. close out with that song. Sorry, you okay. guys hate that song. I just, I'm, no, I'm I silly enjoy sometimes. It. So. Yeah, I, I mean the yeah. audience. <laughs> no, <laughs> see, now we're getting the silly side of Paranorm. We got some Word. serious Yo, shit. Now yeah, we're gonna close nah, it out with, you know, I'm crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the next hour so crazy, and a half I'm podcast normal, is when we're gonna get wacky. Is the na- what's the name of the song? Poopity scoop. I think it's called Lift Yourself. <laughs> oh, it is. Off the toilet. It is called Off the Toilet. Like Chappelle yo, off the rocket, yo. Like, that's <laughs> what I was like, this is dope. Oh my god. That's how I see it. That's wild. <laughs> you oh might boy. be right. <laughs> yo, oh boy. All right, we're playing that song. Lift yourself, Kanye West. <laughs> <laughs> YouTube. We're closing Please it out. Us. We're closing it yo, out with this track. Podcast, but uh yes, thank you for thank you to Paranom for coming through. We right, appreciate yo, you. you. Yeah, man. Thank you for coming. Appreciate you, man. Uh, thank you. So, uh, plug your plug your accounts. Paranom Sun on Instagram. Yes, yes, yes. Paranom Sun on Instagram. P A R A N O M S U N. Saints Kitchen. S A I N T Z Kitchen. And my publishing Sumele LLC. S U M E L E L L C. You know what I mean? That's the solo Paranom emblem. Yes. Follow all of them, not just one. Word up. And uh, for the last time, rest in peace, Kobe Bryant, of course. Peace, peace. Rise the legend, power. number 24, okay. rest in peace, Kobe, rest All in peace, Gigi, rest in peace, everyone else who was on the helicopter. Sad day for sports, sad day for the world. So uh, For real. It's going to be sad for a while, you know. We're not going to get oh, over yeah. this right away. But 
one last shout out to Kobe before we wrap this thing up. Kobe. Kobe. Whoop-dee-dee-scoop-poop. <laughs>